welcome back to our podcast. It is December 9th. Happy holidays. Holidays. Happy holidays. Oh, I forgot to say who I was. (laughs) (laughs) That's Natalia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm Anai. (laughs) Hi, everybody. I'm Marla. I'm Janelle. And I'm Natalia, the one <laughs> We're doing great. amazing. <laughs> All right, so great. So, um, today we will be addressing our college application experience. Yes, we will. Mm-hmm. So, um, who wants to start off with the first question? Kind of give us an overview of your experience. Maybe we could say um, where we applied to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. So, um... so far, sorry. So far, I've only applied to UCs. And if I remember correctly, they were UCSB, UC Merced, and UC Santa Cruz. Good. Good. Um,. So I applied to four UCs were that were Berkeley, Irvine, Santa Cruz, and San Diego. And then I also applied to Cal States, which were Long Beach, Los Angeles, San Diego, and Chico. And I am currently applying to Washington State University. Um, so I applied to six UCs, two Cal States, and... I applied to Penn State, and I'm going to submit my application for Westmont as well. Um, I only applied to four UCs. I applied to Berkeley, UCLA, San Diego, and UCSB. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the one in our backyard. Yes, the one that's locally in our town that I totally forgot about um so what will determine whether we go or not uh, Marlene would you like to start us off um getting accepted that will <laughs> that will determine my decision Marlene you're great but let's already assume that we got accepted into our schools what determines? Um, obviously, the financial situation and how much help I would be receiving. Yeah, I think that's a lot for... That's, like, mostly one for all of us, I believe. Yeah. It's just a financial thing that, like, Santa Barbara is very rich, in a sense. And so most of the population isn't, you know? Yeah. Um, same for here same here for me it's mostly for financial reasons say I get into like a school up north or down south if I'm not able to pay or don't get enough support financially from the government or from the school itself then I won't be able to go but I feel like sometimes we think about it too much because Santa Barbara is so expensive you know like an apartment yeah. is like 2500 2000 or like 2000 you know that's like the average 
So I feel like maybe if we open our minds a little bit more and we kind of like investigate during the summer, you know, what an average apartment costs over there or a room, you know, sometimes we'll have to sacrifice our space, but I mean, or a dorm, you know? Um, So yeah. Also like a fear of mine is that I won't bond with my roommate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or like bad vibe. At the same time, I'm an only child and I've always had a room to myself and sharing something like a space so sacred to me is like very terrifying. Especially with a person you don't know and you don't know what their true intentions are with you. Yeah. Yes, that's terrifying. You're just paired up with a stranger. Exactly. And you're like in your most vulnerable state sleeping they could like slaughter you <laughs> right right um yeah. i think we went off topic but yeah yeah let's bring it back let's bring it back um so nothing what what is a factor some factors that will determine whether you go or not i think it's location uh, like you guys said financial like see where I get the most um definitely the majors that I picked that's true oh yeah Yeah. I forgot about forgot about majors yeah (laughs) yeah um so what happens oh well I'm gonna ask this question to Marlene uh, because Marlene and I have applied to fewer schools than Anai and Nati so obviously Anai and Nati will have a little bit more options and choices once they get accepted but Marlene um, what happens if you don't get accepted to a UC that you wanted to go to or some of the UCs will you choose to go to CC or what's your plan so uh, the main UC that I would actually like to go uh, was is UCSB because it's right here and there won't have to be a lot of commute or like change right away right so if I don't get accepted into UCSB I'll most I mean I'd hope I get accepted into some Cal States or some other schools but uh, I'll probably go to CC mm-hmm. what about you Danielle um, so, I mean, obviously UCLA and Berkeley is a, our dream schools, um, but yeah, I don't, I genuinely don't think it's just really competitive, especially since everything's going to be online, you know? Yeah, that's another thing. We have to talk about how different our college application process and going to a college will be so different from normal years prior to us. Yeah, before COVID. So, like, for me, I believe that if I get in and, like, the campus is closed and I can't even move to my own dorm, I feel like what's the point of paying so much money if I'm not going to be there? I get the safety reasons. I get everything. If if it's, like, closed down campus, I, I don't know. I probably just choose CC. Right. So, are you saying, say, like you applied to a school in the East Coast, right? So, are you saying that if you get accepted to the school in the East Coast because of COVID, and you think that 
we're gonna be stuck like this for you know a while a year, a, yeah a good while you're most likely gonna choose maybe a school that's more local oh for sure or um also if like financial wise is not met you know me financially not right. met you know that's like the two reasons i wouldn't go I agree with Anaï if I get accepted into a school that's um, definitely farther away. I think I would be very iffy about that if I were to do it online. But I think almost any other state is taking better care of the COVID situation than California. Since we're in purple zone and going into quarantine again. I mean, most states have our higher cases. It's just that we're pre- preventing more during the holidays right because a lot of people traveled yeah, yeah it's not do. it's not just because we're on purple tier <laughs> it's just because we need to like calm ourselves from traveling right but, okay let's bring this back let's bring this back so um not, um i know you have a lot of schools that are both local such as Westmont and UCSB, but you have schools that are, you know, a little bit more farther away, such as, I think you mentioned LA, Penn Penn State as well. Um, So say you do get accepted into Penn State. Right? Oh my God. Farther away. Do you think COVID will affect your decision or are you just, you know, set on? I, I applied to Penn State just like for an option like having it there it has like a major that I want to major in and I it's not ideal for me to move out of the state and go literally across the country to college because I'm so close to my family and COVID does make it like another reason why I probably wouldn't go um it's also like I was just gonna say also, like, my dad will not be able to go across the country just to see me graduate. It's, like, yeah, it's another thing that I have to think about. It's another thing. Yes. So, I was going to mention, I love, like, we're, we're talking about people being um, fired from their jobs because their companies can't pay them. How are we going to apply for jobs across the country when people can't find jobs here locally, you know? Mm-hmm. And they can't maintain themselves. And we can't live off of... What are those like, those checks that they were giving out that I don't think they're giving out anymore? Stimulus checks. The stimulus checks. Um, so that's another thing I really didn't think of. COVID like, is currently happening. A lot of people don't have jobs. They're closing down a lot of restaurants currently here in California. A lot of people... Yeah. yeah, because of the so, lockdown. I feel like COVID is just going to be another thing that we have to always worry about. It's yeah, a thing that, like, game. yeah, like, it's a constant battle with COVID. It's really scary that it's been dragged out this long because people just won't cooperate. Yeah, they just see for themselves. I feel like this country's always been, like, every man for himself instead of being a United. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I hope it ends soon, but like I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon. Yeah, and I've that's been talking here. I've been talking oh. I'm scared that it's going to be dragged out for even longer. Yeah. Um, 
and like going into your adulthood during a pandemic not being able to find a job or anything stable that's kind of really scary mm-hmm. especially our fields most of our fields that we're choosing are in person communicating with people yeah per- like face to face you know not the NIE you guys are gonna like you know what I'm saying these cases that you guys are g- want to get involved in are going to people's houses are investigating talking to people it's not about like Having... a zoom meeting yeah that you sit down for like 30 minutes every day you know mm-hmm. so i feel um, like this is really gonna shape and change the way we do deal with society. like college yeah the way society works also i've been talking a lot with like other like seniors about their decision of like going going to college and they've said that they probably will not go to college they would probably go to cc just for um the time being yeah the time being because of this covid like effect on them we're lucky enough that cc pays our like two years we're lucky enough to have that most most college mccs don't do that um yes so uh let's go. let's go back come on back all right Nati. so um what were the most challenging parts of filling out the application for you where do i begin <laughs> um i think the number one thing for me was procrastination and finding the motivation to keep on um, filling out my application because being in quarantine and being in this house for almost nine, ten months, my motivation has definitely lowered and I feel like, why am I doing this? I'm just stuck in my house. So definitely finding motivation to keep on filling it out. Um, like filling out your parents' financial information was a little hard especially on FAFSA you have to like go through all the taxes and like weird things like line 16 right. stuff like that also the the, the, the questions that oh, you had yeah, the personal insight questions were really questions um Nathalie <laughs> how did you respond to you know your I want to say your lack of motivation sometimes or you're wanting to just shut it all off how did you respond to that i kept on telling myself no you have to do this like you you've been wanting to go to college like this is what you've worked hard for basically your whole school career um but yeah in the last month that the application was open I really was like, you know, you really need to stop <laughs> procrastinating and get on your, you know what, and, you know, you got to do it. You, it's not an excuse. Yeah, an excuse. I, I believe I, procrastination, so. I also I do, think I, I work do very well under pressure, pressure, so. I think that was um, a good approach, thinking like, yeah. oh my god, you've worked like, what, 12 years for this? Yeah. Nights, like, probably crying over essays or test scores. <laughs> like, you know, why are you giving up the last minute? Come on, you just, you just gotta push through it. Yeah, especially when it came to, like, 
the personal insight questions i took so long to start just start i was like yeah you've got this you literally have less than two days i because before they (laughs) changed the time the time thing the due date of like submitting everything in i was like you've got this you can do this and i did it under a day all four there you go and i just sent i sent it to someone and i was like can you review this and she did and then i did the reviews and then i submitted them i think the most difficult part about the personal insight questions were like trying to set yourself apart from others too. Oh, yeah. There's like what hundreds of thousands of applications going through. You know, how do you like differentiate yourself from other people? Also, you're not just competing with people from California, you're competing with the nation and the entire world. No, no, and you're competing yeah. with your people in your school as well. Because I've heard that like they only pick a number of people from that certain school. To go to that college, I don't know if that's true or not, but you're and that's like I did not know that. Oh well, Natalia, you're gonna get into UC Berkeley. <laughs> I think I think that point's really no, scary no, no. because I once saw <laughs> I am not <laughs> this guy's transcript and his GPA was five point oh. <laughs> you were at school? At our school? Yeah, he cut me in line. And like was holding up his transcript, and he had a five point oh. Oh, I would have been like, "Hey, sir." And then yeah, I was, I you're cutting back okay. of the line. Because my my <laughs> GPA isn't bad, but like you know, compared to a five point oh, I think schools are gonna choose a five point oh. So that felt very degrading. But so also, I like, think about that I feel like schools shouldn't really focus on grades or test scores. It's I don't think you also have to keep in mind that they read your UC inside questions and like you have to sound interesting like if somebody has a 5.0 and all they did was schoolwork and have straight A's but they didn't do I, I don't know like an extracurricular activity or have some interesting hobby well, also, I don't like, think they would choose I be- them. well for me I am not a very good test taker at all I can I can learn a subject, but I can fail that test. I am not a good test taker. So if it was up to me, I would probably not be taking the SATs just because I would probably fail. You know? Yeah, about like, how about we talk about the, how like parents were able to support us because we are technically first generation. And we have parents that never even made it to high school. Let's start off with Marlene. How were your parents able to support you during this challenging time of the application? Well, um, I didn't directly tell my mom I'm applying for college. But it's always like, you know, apply to college. But I don't think she understands the process the process of applying to college and the competition of these colleges because you're not 
you know, I don't think it registers coming from like a small pueblo from Mexico. There's like a huge difference. And since my mom dropped out, I believe around junior high and just like started working, I think there's a huge difference. And in the sense of college if that makes right. any sense no yeah um i feel like for me it was just mm-hmm. a point of like telling my parents okay i'm gonna work on these college applications and they're gonna be a lot harder than you will ever think of because you probably will never see a college application that's i was being honest with them i was just like if I am doing these college applications, I'm doing it for me and I'm doing it for you. I'm trying to better my life and then better yours. And that's their that was their mission since I entered like what? Kindergarten, preschool. That's been their mission that I would go to college. You right. know? Right. It um, was just more difficult being supported. Like during college college wise like co- through the college application but emotionally supported they're like you've got this you know right what about um, you Danielle I my mom didn't really understand the I'm trying to search I forgot that word but my mom didn't really understand the importance of the personal insight questions for the UC since I only applied to the U- to the UC application yeah. like the only chance I had it's the only you know um, moment I had to you know lure them to my application but I remember she makes me go to the houses she babysits um, and play with the kids because they get bored um, so I so right after work I go to their houses and I leave around 10 um and I remember telling my mom that I needed to go home and fill out those personal insight questions. And she said, don't worry, don't worry. Um, it was 10, it was 10 o'clock. I needed one more um, before 11.59. And the mom got home at like 10.30 and I only had, you know, a couple, like half an hour, right? Cause I needed to review the, the application, everything. And she's like, don't worry, I'll help you. And I was, I was like, okay, you know, I didn't say anything. But then once we got to the personal insight question, she had no idea on how to help me. Yeah. And she just was like, oh, okay, well, um, have a good night. I'm going to head to bed. So I had, you know, she didn't understand how important this was. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely been difficult getting my mom to really well, um, comprehend. Yeah. And also just trying to like make them understand it's not just oh because i applied there i'm gonna get accepted you know exactly there's like this spanish saying is no porque las no me la enchilas or something like that i think enchilame una something like that i think there's a very um there's a lot of privileges out there that like um sometimes aren't recognized like a parent having a parent go to college that's a privilege because they they know the process and they at least have an idea of what it means or like at least having 
one parent with a solid income or two parents with like average incomes I think those are privileges that can make significant um, decisions in your future and I I don't feel like people recognize their privileges because they think it needs to be such a huge privilege also just having having parents who speak a different language that's just something that's hard to to translate sometimes for me i can like stutter all my spanish and speak spanglish but at the same time it's hard for me to like make them understand the college application process or the fafsa the fafsa was like my mom asked me she's like why do you need my taxes just like because that's how they determine if i'm like worthy of like of what's called financial aid yeah yeah um yeah um real quick adding on to like what marlene said um i feel like when when you have a parent who's gone through the experience the process of going to college they can give you an overview of the do's and don'ts their mistakes that they did during college you know um a lot of them have connections to professors still and they could give you you know um a lot of advice versus our parents who are struggling with us you know at the same time so we're both kind of walking blindly through this process yeah. no matter how much help is offered each of our situations is different and yeah that's, i just that's love that like think. our podcast group like helped each other you know we would be texting at 11 at night we're like did you guys know how to do this do you guys know how to do this it would be yeah. I love that part. Um that's also a really big positive that we have students who are first generation like us that we can help each other. Right. No matter yeah. like yeah. the difficulties we can like overcome them together. Right. Good. Um so we're going to kind of yeah. round it all up. Uh last number 5 um Anai, let's start off with you. Um, what's a piece of advice that you would give to next year's seniors who will be going through the same process? Okay, I, I know, I know procrastination is something that we all deal with. Or somehow, no, some of you don't, but okay. Um, starting your college applications early. I didn't know this, but you see applications were open in August. And you could start your, um, you can start your Common App if you are willing, if you are applying to other, like out of state um, universities and stuff like that. Start early. I up opened up my house on my Common App like the beginning of summer, mm-hmm. and then I started like looking into colleges I wanted to go to and stuff like that, and made up my mind. Um, start college applications early. Uh, that's like my number one rule. And then it, when yeah. FAFSA opens, don't procrastinate on that because honestly, without the help of like, Ana- her name's Anani and Raul, and Raul were like helping us out through that process. And also was Mr. How. Like, we were. We went from FAFSA forms to scholarships to college apps. 
you can right. start from college apps to like FAFSA to scholarships or scholarships, college apps, FAFSA. But FAFSA is the thing that you need to work on the most. You know, you have to like it's very difficult if you don't have any help. Uh, Marlene, uh, yes. What is a piece of advice that you would give to next year's seniors? I strongly agree with Anae. Start early. Don't wait. You know, don't wait for your class. Start as early as you can, because as a terrible procrastinator who understands procrastinating to the very last minute, it's not <laughs> worth it. And it's yeah. seriously easier than you think. The first half of the application is just like things about you. You know, it's easier than any math test. You just pull up things about yourself from your brain. It's not very hard thinking. And I think I made the applications seem out worse than they were. And I think even if you like do maybe 10 minutes a day, that's way better than doing it on the last day for like 12 hours. Yeah, right. Are, are you- um, I'm yeah. Um, I was also gonna quickly add on that I believe some UC schools provide past questions that they've asked their students um, for the personal insight questions. So what I what I would advise your junior year of like during the summer, kind of check them out. I believe UC Berkeley has yeah. UC you know, Berkeley, remember um, UC Berkeley? One of like admins came to our school, talked to us in like our avid class and gave us inside yeah. questions like four of the inside questions that they would ask this year basically so um you know just i mean we have almost two months of summer break so definitely at least once a week you can check those out fill one in and kind of have them as backup you know have people um that are there to help in the future when you're a senior with your applications <laughs> have them review them have them see how you can improve so once the actual questions roll up you feel more prepared and you feel um less lost oh for sure i believe like try to like have someone to like be your emotional support or someone who has similar values or like not values um hardships like yours yeah Naki, what advice would you give to next year seniors who will be going through the same process? I think we've covered most of the major ones, like um, don't procrastinate. Maybe do like 10 minutes each of your application each day. Um, Definitely start thinking and brainstorming about what you want to put on your UC questions. Ask for help if you don't understand stuff on the UC question on the UC application, or you are confused about something, or you're confused about what to put, or any of that. Definitely ask your teachers, your avid teachers, your counselors. Even on the UC application, they usually have um, like help. Like each school has their own like little help where you can call or like a little chat thing. So definitely don't feel alone and um, 
yeah, just ask for help. Don't procrastinate. I was going to add on, surround yourself with friends or classmates that are struggling as well. So you both motivate each other and help each other with the application instead of surrounding yourselves with students that just give up and want to maybe just go out instead. You know, have someone push you through this and back you up and be with you instead of not motivate you. So yeah, surround yourself. Also, for last thoughts, remember your mental health. Always feel like you need a break. Take a break. Come back to it later. Take a break. Back to the section later. Take a break. It's all right. This is why you have to start earlier because we've gone through it. We've experienced it. Start early. It's better to start early than to, you know, be like us and procrastinate and have two days left to finish it. So, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I could tell you through that, through that process, my mental health was not, it was not okay. And I actually, I genuinely took a break for um, the college apps during um, during Thanksgiving break. I didn't look at it. I was just like, I'm gonna give myself a few days. I gave myself those few days, and I felt so refreshed after a while. After that, like after those few days, that I like hit hard on my college apps. You know. Okay. Right. Right. Um, Marlon, any I last thoughts? Hope- Everyone gets accepted into the colleges they want to get accepted. Yes. Positive vibes. Yes. Radiating positive vibes. Vibrations mm-hmm. everywhere. Positivity. We might be, um, I might be a pessimist, but honestly, this is like one thing that I want to be so positive about. I mean, it's not the end of the world if you yeah. don't get into college is the one that you want to there's always a plan b right there's always a plan c it's plan d yeah oh i'm so excited to hear back i've already heard i've already heard that they got my application it was like (laughs) yeah same same i got one from uc irvine a few days ago i got berkeley i got like Santa, I, Santa Cruz and San Diego and then all the Cal states I was just like scary, scary, but, uh, we hear we hear from it at March yeah. we hear back at oh March oh god right? yes <laughs> okay well, we got this we've guys we've got this thank you love, love y'all and bye